0: You're listening to Behind the Design Podcast, your digital version of co-working that takes you behind the scenes on how to create an authentic brand, build an intentional business and live a life with purpose every single day. I'm your host and brand guru, Olivia Silvestro, equipping you with the tools to wake up every day doing what you love and make money doing it. I'm so excited you're here. Let's get to it. Hi, Francis. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah, me too. You guys are in for a serious treat with this episode. But before we even get started, let me introduce Francis. Francis is a Reiki master, energy healer, tarot card reader, yoga teacher, and health coach who specializes in guiding freedom seekers to living their dream lives of blissful alignment. Frances is also one of my amazing clients, and I've had the opportunity to work with her the last few months on launching her business and her website. So I'm super excited to dive deep into everything that Frances has to offer because it's going to be really interesting. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm so excited. So Frances, why don't you just tell everyone a little bit about who you are, what you do, your business, and just like a little synopsis. Cool. Yeah. So who I am? Um, That's an interesting (laughs) question. (laughs) Um, Who I am? Well, um, I just am like a spiritual metaphysics nerd. Um, (laughs) Like I love anything to do with energy work, universe, like angels, guides, numerology, like all the things, Ast- astrology, like literally just everything. Um, And so these are places that have kind of like shaped who I am in the last, I want to say like five years, four to five years. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it, well, a bit of my background, I had a very traditional society society would view my background as very traditional, Um, you know, went to school, went to college, got a big girl job, and then hated it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I tried to stick it out. And I just couldn't. And eventually, long story short, found this work again, Um, I was an intuitive child. And, you know, society kind of dims that down in everyone, Mm -hmm. I believe. And then, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and then yeah, so it kind of took me like, Working full time and not living in alignment to realize how to live in alignment. Um, And so, kind of through my journey, that's where I started um, my business. And that business started actually as like a side gig, like kind of more like a hobby while I was still working. Mm -hmm. And I was just teaching yoga and health coaching. And then from there, it just kind of kept expanding and expanding and expanding. And once I got my Reiki certification, it just like, took off in 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 my world meaning that um I don't know I feel like it was just like this huge awakening and then Mm -hmm. and now I teach other people how to do that which is yeah that's awesome I can relate to a lot of that we're definitely going to come back to going from hobby to you know, business owner and being in corporate and living in alignment, because I'm really curious what that means to you. But before we like get into the nitty gritty, I like to do all the podcast episodes. I like to start with a good, bad and woo woo. So just sharing like a good, a bad, or like a challenge of the week and then a woo woo. So I'll go first and you can think of yours. Um, my good this week, uh, I've had a lot of, I had, this was a really great month. Um, it was just really fun. I felt like I was working on a lot of fun projects. I launched your website. We also launched another website. So that was really exciting. Um, and today is actually the last day of April. So I'm just kind of celebrating a really great month. Um, a challenge. I don't like bad. I can never think of like a good name that goes along with good. Um, But a challenge is just like we're still in quarantine and it's just really starting to get to me. Um, I can't see my parents, which sucks. And I really miss them. So that's something I would like to do is be able to hang out with my mom and dad. (laughs) yeah. Yeah. And then a woo-woo. So this month, um, I'm definitely going to do another podcast episode on this. But this month I experimented. So okay. In March, I experimented with like hardcore sales, like being super salesy and doing that. Then in April, I concentrated on, I did the complete opposite of the spectrum. I did like manifesting and, um, a lot of visualization and journaling and like doing like, I guess the metaphysical side of sales. And, um, it was a really interesting experiment (laughs) and it definitely worked really well. And so I'm excited to like, combine them in may so that's kind of my woo-woo is i i really channeled my woo-woo ceo this this love that (laughs) so rad yeah so what about you let's share your good your your wins your lows or challenges and then something that you're doing that's like super woo-woo Cool. Um, okay. So my good this week is, well, obviously website launch, um, which was like end of last week. So this week has just been like awesome, like seeing how it's taken off and the bliss society, um, which we can talk about later, but that's like a kind of a more intimate place for people to connect. And that has just been really fun to, um, create content for and see who's, joining and um also a couple weeks ago or months ago now probably um we got a little puppy her name is yes. Nova yes. yeah and she finally learned how to potty train she just potty trained this yes. week <laughs> yeah she like goes to the door and scratches at it when she needs to go out so that was like a huge win oh my gosh um, that's amazing yes but on the flip side of that <laughs> is that's my bad i guess the low point is we're crate training her and she is not loving it in the middle of the night and she's barking and I think our neighbors are about ready to like lose their minds on us so oh my gosh that yeah but slowly but surely that's getting a little bit better but yeah I'm tired and I'm sure the neighbors are tired too from being yeah Are do you guys have like an adjoining like do you guys share a wall no luckily we don't but our house was built like in the 20s so literally mm. our walls and our windows are like paper thin like we can um. hear everything outside so hopefully our neighbor's houses are more up to date maybe we can't hear <laughs> anything. um and then my woo woo um so this one is extra woo woo I was gonna but... say I feel like you're gonna have a really good one <laughs> yeah it's weird um so yeah I'm like nervous to say it but I No, I love um. it. I probably want to <laughs> <So>, do it. <laughs> yeah, it this is something where you really have to just like turn ego like completely off because mm-hmm. um it's shaking and then like into so it's like intuitive shaking and intuitive like singing. Okay. So this one is really strange but it's all about like um I don't know I just like channeled this message one day like you need to like move like to like physically get vibrations moving and like clearing out of your body so like I'll just kind of like be like okay like I'm gonna be weird and just like, mm-hmm. move my body however it's gonna move Um and kind of just like wiggle around mm-hmm. um, and then sometimes while I'm doing that I'm like called to like make noise so that's the weird <laughs> part so like sometimes it's like yeah sounds like humming or singing sometimes it sounds like Kind of like more Native Americany, like I'd, and I'm still experimenting with it. I'm like, okay, am I channeling this from like somewhere else, or is this just intuitively the way, like the pitch that my voice needs to be, or like yeah. this way that the vibration needs to shift out of my body? So I have no idea if this is even a thing, but I've seen like I've experienced really awesome results from it. Like after I do it, I almost feel like like high kind of like I'm super like really? lightheaded in a great way yeah it's just like you feel or I feel I'm curious if you try it like what you think but it's like a very I don't know I just feel clear like I just feel like totally like clear like all my channels have cleared out and just like my vibration is like just different and I think it's because like I'm physically shifting out like heavy energy or like heavy vibration. Mm -hmm. And just like with like the singing, it's like filling it back in. Sometimes I imagine like I'm dancing like in like white light, like it's it's just like the most fun thing. I mean, if anyone were to walk in on me, like they would think I'm insane, but it's really fun. Sometimes like this is like very intimate. So sorry if this is TMI, but sometimes I do it in the shower because there's something about just like being in the nude. That's like very I don't know. It's just like so like native and primal. Like it just kind of gets you back to your roots. Yeah. I was just going to say like, it has to be super centering, like reminding you who you are because it's like super vulnerable to do that. Like even if you're alone in your like room, you still have to feel like kind of strange. <laughs> At least when you're first totally. like this is, I'm this is something I'm definitely gonna do I just like hope that no one walks in on me because they'll be like you've really stepped it up a notch lift but I'm really right. it does sound like really like liberating basically it's so yeah so that's such a great word it's like so liberating yeah that's amazing I love that so how long do you do it for do you just kind of like do it till it feels right yeah. I mean, I'm not like doing it for like hours. <laughs> usually it's Where's just Brandon? a couple of minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, usually it's just a couple minutes. And like, it's weird because once you do it, like you'll know when to do it. Like you'll like get a download of like, Oh, it's like time to shake. And you're like, Oh, okay. Weird, but cool. And then you yeah. just kind of like do it for a little bit. And like, then I, yeah, there's really no, I mean, I don't even know if this is a normal, I know that like shaking is a practice. Like some people practice shaking There's studies done. Like there was this one study that somebody wrote um a long time ago. It's called why zebras don't get ulcers. And it's because like, if a zebra is attacked, if you watch them afterwards, or even any animals, dogs, like anything, they kind of will shiver. And it literally like shakes the like the traumatic energy out of them so huh. I know there is something like shaking that um, people practice but doing like that I don't do it with any rhyme or reason I that's why I call it like intuitive shaking intuitive yeah. whatever because I just kind of like follow what's happening and I almost feel like I'm like my guides are like doing it for me. Like, I'm almost like, cool. I'm going to like my spirit guide chiropractor and they're like like, doing it for me, you know? So my God, I freaking love that. I'm so excited to try it. (laughs) Let me know how you like it. I will. I definitely will. Um, okay. So I actually want to ask you this just because I'm personally curious and I feel like you probably have a good one, but what is your morning routine? So I wake up and well now it's changed a bit with, the dog. So I'm establishing a new morning routine. Um, But currently, it's she wakes up pretty early. So I take care of her first. And then I'll make coffee. Um, I think you and I are on the same coffee grind. Um, yeah, the Yeah, we I drink Four Sigmatic. The oh, yeah. blend, And I love it. It's um like the only one that you don't have to like, do a whole mix because in the mornings, like I'm not about to start like concocting some crazy recipes. So Mm -hmm. this one like has the adaptogens in the coffee and I just make my coffee, my coffee pot and go for it. Um, and then I'll usually, I'll like enjoy that quietly. So I'll either like look outside or just like sit on the couch or something. Um, I try to stay off my phone where possible. Otherwise I just like, will start diving into emails and stuff. So I try to stay away from my phone and then I'll usually, um, we have like a back room that's kind of like a yoga zenden shala. So I yeah. like we'll sit in there and then usually I'll meditate just for a little bit. Like usually like literally close my eyes for like three to five minutes. Um just to like turn inward. And then sometimes I pull tarot, sometimes I journal, sometimes I stretch. It kind of changes every day, but pretty much it starts with coffee. And then like silence and something to just touch base with like my inner self and my spiritual team. Um, yeah, I don't like to have a super like strict like, okay, tarot and then journal and then this, 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 because then I get stressed out about it. And then I'm like, Ugh, then it becomes a chore. So I kind of leave it like, yeah, make your coffee and then find some silence. And then I kind of just feel intuitively what I need that day. Yeah, for sure. I love that. Cause I feel like a lot, or at least this was me personally, but when I was first, um, like trying to find a good morning routine, I was like, Oh, this person does this, or I need to have the same exact one every single day. And I think the biggest thing I learned is just to do what feels right. Totally. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree. Okay. Awesome. Um, okay. So I want to go back to something that you said in our like quick like your little synopsis in the beginning, just the overview of your whole life. But what, when did you start your business? Um, You mentioned that you were in corporate and you were feeling misaligned. Um, Can you just speak on that a little bit? Yeah, so I was in a big rush to enter the world. Um I yeah, like I went to college and I just wanted to get out. I mean, I loved my college experience, but I was just like I'm ready. Like this is a waste of time. So, mm-hmm. I ended up actually graduating a semester early. I almost graduated a year early, and then I was like, "Oh, you might regret that. Like, you know, don't grow up too fast." So, yeah. I like met myself in the middle and I graduated um, December 2015. And then March, 2015, I started working. Um, I did social media and digital marketing at this really rad clothing company. Um, like I, I, I feel so guilty saying I hated my job because my job was so cool and I learned so much. Um, but it just, I didn't want to be in the clothing business. So, (laughs) and I didn't know that at the time. So, um, Yeah after literally a week, I was like, Oh my God, I hate this. But everyone's like, Oh, give it some time. You know, don't be that millennial. Who's just going to quit their job. And intuitively I knew it was not aligned, but I also didn't want to be that person that just gave up so quickly. Mm -hmm. So, um, after about six months working, I was still really unhappy. So I knew I needed something. So that's when I got my Um, I went to school to do the health coaching program because I was like, I've always been interested in health. Let's see what this thing is. So Mm -hmm. that was about a year of online. And um, I was still working while I was doing that, but it was a great outlet. And then after that, I went and got my yoga teaching cert. And that is kind of when everything really shifted. So yeah, i yeah it's amazing was, how that happens like that's exactly what happened to me like during my y t t it like literally changed my life, and I feel like people that are listening to this that also did y t t they're like, yes, changed my life a hundred percent because you get i don't know what happens, like something just happens to you where yeah. you're like, i don't know for me, it was a combination of i think it was like discipline and like being with like like minded people, mm-hmm. and then additionally, it was like the first time in a long, well, actually, no, the first time that I was exposed to religion that wasn't organized religion, because yeah. I went to like, um, a really religious school until eighth grade. And it was, I mean, it wasn't, I didn't even think anything of it. It wasn't good or bad. It just, that's just all I thought that there was. Right. Um, and then when I did yoga, I was like, Whoa, like, what is yoga philosophy? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Like this amazing. And then I guess I started connecting the dots backwards. So like all of the lessons in the sutras, I was like, oh, I've experienced that this way, or whoa, that happened to me. Or oh yeah, I learned about that in my philosophy of mind class in college. And then I started being like, okay, there's more out there. And then long story short, I started taking a bunch of workshops and classes. That is the number one tip I give to people if you're interested in this work. Like look what's around you, either in your community or online for classes that you can take, even if you don't know why you're gonna take it, like just take the class if you're interested in it, invest the money like in yourself, even if it's $50, $100, $200. That is, you know, like we spend that going out on the weekends or in like, you know, going to restaurants or having a drink at happy hour. When you add it up, like rather invest it in something that's gonna help expand your mindset and your energy space because Mm -hmm. you don't really know what's gonna come from it. So yeah, anyways, I end up taking all these classes connected with one of my mentors who was teaching a class. And then that's when I got my Reiki one, two, three master and tarot over the course of the next months. And yeah, life just shifted. But in the midst of all of that, um, I was creating my business just so that I had a place to share everything. Mm -hmm. So it started with just the health coaching and the yoga. And then after, I got my Reiki certifications, um, and then learned how to read tarot. That is kind of when I combined everything. And then, yeah, it just turned from hobby to business in, in the best way. Yeah. I love that. And I feel like so many people can relate to that. And I definitely can too. Like, I think what it is about yoga teacher training is that you spend so much time reflecting. And okay. I think the biggest thing for me, like what it came down to is I was like, I have one life. Like, literally mm-hmm. one, well, you have many lives, but this actual physical life that I'm living right now, I only get one shot at it. Am I going to spend it doing what society thinks I should be doing and play the safe way and have, you know, a nine to five? Because I was the same way. Like, I had a great job. I had great coworkers. My boss was amazing. It just wasn't the work that I wanted to be doing. Um, Totally. It was the same thing. Like, why would you leave a stable job that's paying you for something that's not stable and you don't even know if you're going to get paid? (laughs) Totally. I think that yoga, the yoga teacher training, like you spend so much time reflecting and seeking inward and doing all the shadow work that you just kind of like have all these breakthroughs of like, you know, where I want to go. And, you know, like at the time of yoga teacher training, like I knew it was profound and it like definitely was a profound experience. But looking back at it now, it was like the the pivoting moment of my life. 10,000%. And that said, though, like, if anyone's listening, like, well, I don't want to be a yoga teacher. I don't do yoga. You yeah. can still find these places, these ways to identify, like, the things that Olivia and I are talking about without yoga teacher training. So, yeah. obviously, like, I loved it. And, like, I wouldn't trade it for anything. And I, would, I honestly want to do it again. But... It's like if you um if you do the work and you turn inward and you know, you can find the lessons. Um I teach some of the lessons as well. It's like you you still have that awakening without like if yoga's just not your jam, you yeah. don't have to do the yoga teacher training to have that awakening. Yeah, for sure, a hundred percent. It's really any sort of exploration and this actually yes. goes into like a huge topic that I wanna talk about with you is like um you know, my spiritual practice has grown so much over the last like three or four years. But before that, I was always intuitive. I always knew I felt like, you know, society kind of pushed that down for sure. Like you had mentioned. Um, but like when, so, but at first, when I first started, you know, tapping into my spirituality and kind of like, you know, okay, there's more to the, you know, than the physical, there's definitely like the universe and energy and all of that stuff. Um, I was kind of intimidated to start or like, didn't know where to look. So what, where did you start on your journey of spiritual metaphysics and just like, Mm -hmm. you know, where did you go to, to start? Was it straight to yoga teacher training or after that, like, how did you develop or where do you suggest someone starting that is? Yeah. Know, um, so personally, well, let's see, how do I want to answer this? Um, okay. So firstly, well, I guess the awakening to the spiritual side for me was yoga teacher training and then crystals. And that sounds so silly, but like when I started learning about crystals. I was like, "What the heck? Like, how could this little rock help me do this?" And then I think, <laughs> uh, like, that's not real. And then I would see the effects of this stone, and I was like, "Okay, something's going on here." So that kind of, you know, and I'm a I'm a very analytical thinker. So it's so funny for me. Like sometimes I'll meet people from, you know, like eighth grade or something. They're like you do what? Because I was always like, I needed to know the answers. Yeah. Um, And so with this work, there are no answers. So Mm -hmm. that, I guess, is a really important thing to know is when you're starting out, there is no right or wrong way. Try out different things. And the things that serve you are your connection. So like, there's like, I personally believe if we're talking about religion and belief systems, I believe that every single one is true and accurate. Because Like there is so much in existence that we don't understand. So just because we can't prove something doesn't mean it's not existing. And I think once you can wrap your head around that truth, then connection becomes a lot easier and spiritual practice becomes a lot more attainable and um, not so scary because you're like, oh, well, it doesn't matter if it's not working for them, it's working for me. And yeah, and I think too, so yeah, that... Um, And then for me, crystals really helped me like open the door just because I also was able to buy books and all kinds of things, just learning about other ways of practicing spirituality. So I think that was a big door opener. So I always say, um, yeah, if you're really new to it, start with crystals and see crystals and journaling. Those are two great tangible ways to start. Um, And then for me personally, like I had a very traumatic experience um, in the beginning of 2019. Mm -hmm. And there was just no denying it anymore. Long story short, I was traveling in Europe with a girlfriend. And when we were sleeping, it was about 645 in the morning, somebody broke into the apartment. And I, we had to like run away and escape. And it was just like this horrible thing that happened. But even with the police, when they came all I was thinking, I think I was kind of in shock, but like, yeah. for some reason, all I was thinking was, this is for a reason. Like this mm-hmm. was literally my guides because I was so protected during the worst thing that could have happened. And mm-hmm. it's like the bad thing had to happen, but everything went right amidst the bad thing mm-hmm. to keep me safe. So that was like, for me, I just opened my eyes. And that's when I understood You don't have to know the why, you just have to trust it. And I'm talking about your intuitive space there. So if you feel like something is wrong or if you feel like something is right, even if you don't know why, trust that. It's a really good exercise to start building on connecting with your inner self, your highest self, your spiritual team, because if you just trust it and you act on your intuitive space, you'll start to see miracles happening in front of your eyes. And you, you still won't know why they happened, mm-hmm. but they yeah. happened. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And I want you to touch on like your intuition. So like, is there a definition for that? Or is there a way that we could like understand it more? Like what to you is your intuition or your intuitive? Speech? So yeah, my intuition, like intuitive space. So I actually describe this as your intuitive. Yes. So we often use intuition um, as survival. Right. So like, it's like, Oh, this feels wrong. I'm not going to do that. But we don't very often use it as, Oh, this feels right. I'm going to do this. So Mm -hmm. I tell people learn your intuitive. Yes. And that is how you can start to develop your intuition. So for me, I feel it in my stomach, like a physical feeling in my stomach. Mm -hmm. Um, and it is different for everyone. Some people just know, um, which is like the hardest thing to describe, but like they just in their head, they're like, no, I know this is right. As if it's a fact, as if it's a mm-hmm. scientific fact in front of them. For me, I'm half that. And then half in my stomach, I encourage people to develop their um intuitive. Yes. By an example, I always give is If you're in the grocery store and you need to buy five oranges and you go stand there and you're looking at 200 oranges in front of you, like, how are you going to make that decision? So obviously logic comes into play. Some of them are broken or bruised or whatever. So you don't choose those, but then you narrow it down to 10 and you have these 10 oranges in front of you. It's like, can we only need five? So when you grab the orange that you're like, this is the one I just say, pause for a second and see how your body feels. And like touch base and be like, okay, it's such a silly example, but it's like, oh, that is my yes. So then you're learning what that is. And I encourage people to do like, I always tell like this again, TMI, but I practice this daily. Like I tell people practice it daily in easy places. I practice it when I'm choosing my underwear. So -hmm. like, I know that I'm like practicing it every single day. And I still, sometimes I'm like that green pair is not the right pair, but this pink pair is, I don't know the reasoning behind that, you know, like it's so silly, but I'm practicing that feeling every day so that when it's bigger decisions, such as do I take the job? Do I leave the job? Do I move towns? Do I buy the house? You know what feelings to look for, um, in your body, in your energy, in your mind. Um, and usually well, not usually. You will always be in alignment with your um, your spiritual team because they're not going to give you intuitive messages if they're not going to serve you. Right. Yeah, I love that. I'm going to the grocery store after this interview, and I'm definitely going to practice that because love it. I need to get some bananas, so I'm going to practice. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I love that. So how how would you say like to use your intuition? Like, what are the most important things that if someone's like, okay, I'm practicing to you know. Be more connected to my intuition and just like understand, um, you know, my decisions more. Why is that important? Yeah, so I always explain like, listening to your intuitive space is if you don't, it's not likely that something like horrific is going to happen to you. Um, but if you do, life is just a lot easier, like, you're flowing in alignment. So if you're not following your intuitive space, um, that is when we get unaligned or misaligned so i always kind of say like okay if i'm listening to my like my intuition like my the way that it's like that i hear it or and that's not in my ears but the way that i understand it it's kind of like it's like i'm on the phone with my highest self and she's just like oh yeah like this is happening this is what you need to do da, da, da. um and then so i i and like that i imagine my high self is in you know space with my entire spiritual team who's connected to source energy so i just feel like When I'm listening to my intuitive space, that is when I'm flowing in alignment with the highest, with my spiritual team. Um, and now the thing is though, if you're not listening to your intuitive space, like again, nothing like crazy bad is going to happen to you. Um, for the most part, obviously, you know, if someone, if you think like, I really shouldn't get in that car. I really shouldn't get that car and you do and you get into a fender bender, that's confirmation that you should have listened to your intuitive space. But most of the time it's like, It's just we go down different paths. It's almost like a fork in the road. Every time you listen or don't listen to your intuitive space, you're going down one path or another. And so, if you don't listen, you continue down life's path, and you're good. There might be a few potholes. There might be some more mountains, valleys. If you follow your intuitive path, you get all the opportunities that are laid out on that path for you. So, let's say that on your intuitive path, there's new job true love, and dream house, but you, cho- but you don't know that those things are down that path, you're at the decision point, right? You're at the fork in the road. So mm-hmm. if you don't listen, you're gonna continue down life path. and that's not to say you're not gonna get back to that intuitive path. The universe gives you ample opportunity to get back to that path, but if you continue not listening, continue to live unaligned, those opportunities are just missed, and the good news is you don't really ever know that they're missed, but looking back on life or looking back from spirit realm when we pass over, you're going to be like, damn it, why didn't I just <laughs> You know, it's like, oh, my God, all of that was there for me, and all I had to do was trust myself, and I could have had everything I ever wanted, right? Because intuitive space leads you to what you want. And the things that you want are given to you by universe. So essentially, to get everything you want, all you have to do is listen to your intuition. And it sounds so simple. And I know it's way harder than that. But that's kind of the answer to why. Yeah. No, I love that. And that was, like, a huge reason why I quit my job was, like, well, that was the first step to really trusting my intuition was, like, okay, I you know, I don't want to be on my, it sounds morbid, but like, I don't want to be on my deathbed and think, could I, like, what could my life have been? Or I, I wanted to do this. I'd rather have regret than yeah. what if. And totally. it's interesting that you say that because it, it does all start with tapping into your intuition and like listening to yourself, like, you know, listening to it and whether or not you have a spiritual team or you're connected to it, like just listening to yourself and your, body and your energy is what's going to help get you there 100 percent so you do keep mentioning your spiritual team and can you just speak on that and what that is and (laughs) yeah Yeah. so we all have spiritual teams um Mm -hmm. they look different for based on your belief system so some people's spiritual team is their idea of god um some and like uh, people always ask me this so i'm just gonna say it yes i believe in god um (laughs) what that what that is is different for everybody even people that only follow one organized religion two people that follow the same religion have a different idea of God so for me like yes I believe in God and that is um, I think important to understand that you don't have to choose one or the other um, but yeah so your spiritual team consists of who you believe is taking care of you um so for me like i connect i mean through channeling which again everybody i don't know if i even said this everybody is a channel so once you let your ego come down you start trusting yourself you're going to start to receive channeled messages whether they come in the forms of we like to call them signs that's a little bit more digestible um but you start to receive these channel messages from your spiritual team So then you start to get more in touch with them. So you're like, Oh, cool. I don't know why I think hummingbirds are my spiritual team, but they are. Um, so for me, I guess I'll just describe mine. I have guides, which in my understanding are, um, people who have passed over from earth, who are like doing work. And then I have, and then there's angels who are Um, Sorry, I'm hesitating because I'm like, how do I want to describe this? Like, I don't want to offend anybody. Angels are kind of like, I kind of look at it as a business. Okay, so let's describe it that way. So I am, I'm the client. Then Mm -hmm. on the other end, there's guides who are the entry level. Angels are their supervisors. And then you have like gods and goddesses that are the managers. And then you have CEO who is God. Okay, gotcha. Does that make that sense? Was a really good analogy. Okay, I knew I could feel myself totally rambling there. Um, <laughs> it's such a weird concept to talk about. But, yeah. yeah, so pretty much that is your spiritual team. It can include animals. It can include um, people, like this is the craziest part where people start to, like, zone out and not listen to me, but, like, extraterrestrial, meaning, like, and maybe it's not aliens, but it's, like, other energy forms that live in other places of the universe. Maybe they're not tangible things. Maybe they're stars. Like, I work with clients that are literal stars. That sounds mm-hmm. insane, but, like, I tell them they're a star, and they're like, what does that mean? And I'm like, oh, I want you to meditate on it. And they always yeah. come back with the answer. Um, oh. So that's the thing is there is no – I wish I could give you, like, a concrete. There just isn't yeah. one. I mean, I could talk about this for so long in terms of how our reality is so linear, but that is not how existence works. Like we do not live in a linear existence, but we live in a linear reality. Does that make sense? Yes, it is. So how would you say for someone? So I have my, one of my business coaches, she would talk about like five D, like your five D consciousness, which is basically what you're talking about. Like, You're like right now we're in 3D, but then 5D is like the universe and you know Mm -hmm. everything else that's out there. Um, so for someone that that wants to tap into that, you know, where do we start? Probably with intuition, but I'm curious what. Yeah, so definitely intuitive space. Um, journaling. So channel writing or channel so channel writing is just journaling. Um, I always guide people set a timer, start with five minutes, and just. Don't allow yourself to stop writing until the timer goes off. You will be shocked what comes out. Even if you start with, I am writing in a journal. I have no idea why I'm writing in a journal, but I listened to this podcast and this girl told me to do it. So I guess I'm (laughs) doing it. And you know what I mean? And just see what happens. If writing isn't your thing, um, I say channel speaking. So same thing. Set a voice memo on your phone and just talk for five minutes and just don't let yourself stop and see what comes out. That is the easiest way to start channeling. Um, and you'll start to connect with those other realms. I mean, you'll see them. Like, somebody explained this, like, I was having a conversation with about time the other day with this woman who studies, like, ancient Hindi texts, And we were talking about how, I think this is a good example of how time is like a book. So the book, when you go to the library, or if people do that, you, you get a book. And the entire story, the entire story of the book is already there. But we have to understand the story by reading it one page at a time. We can't digest the entire book. So it doesn't mean that the story is happening one page at a time, but we are experiencing it one page at a time. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does make sense. And then my mom was talking to me about a book that she read that I'm excited to read. It's called, I think it's called Flatline, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'm going to see if I can find it, but that is actually about what you were talking about with the dimensions. So, yeah, it's this, oh, flatland. So there's some people that live in flatland. That's 1D. Then there's some Mm -hmm. people that live in the next land, which is 2D and they, So, one flatland people only know flatland, but then 2D people know about flatland. Flatland as in in just everyday life, like day to day. Correct. So, everything is just like flat, like on paper. Um, so yeah, so like, but they only know that, that reality. But two dimensional people know about flatland and about two dimensions. So, they can see flatland and their dimension. Three-dimensional people, like us, know about Flatland, which we do, about paper, about Mm -hmm. two dimensions, and about three dimensions. And then four-dimensional people, same thing. Five-dimensional people or things, same thing. So it's like we only know what our existence is, but that doesn't mean that there aren't other realms or other dimensions that don't exist. We just can't see them because this is our reality. So when we tap into other realms, we might not be able to, or other dimensions, we might not be able to see them, but we can still communicate with them through space. Yeah, I love that. And I think it's so true. Like, I think about it sometimes. I'm like, wow, what was I doing before I, you know, meditated and did yoga and, you know, spoke to, did Reiki and pulled guys, like goddess cards, like, what was I doing before that <laughs> like right? how did I like how did I go that long without it and then I think of people in like my circle of friends or like a group that are not intuitive at all or not so much not intuitive but just not like spiritual mm-hmm. and I think of like what like how they could live like that not in a judgment totally. way but just like you guys should see what it's like over here like well that's the thing like yeah I agree because there is there is a benefit to living that way I mean sometimes I envy people who can just walk down the street and just like be in their little world you know so for me I'm like oh cool like that tree had a past life like I wonder who's in there oh great okay now I'm going to bed like Okay, I have to say goodbye. Like I have to say goodnight to like my angels and guides and like protect my house with my white light. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it definitely can get exhausting, and you have to know how to turn it on and off. So there's a benefit on both sides, but for me, the cost and I don't even like calling it a cost. The investment of being connected to source energy is so worth it because you are so awakened. It's so freaking cool like to be able to like I don't even I can't I mean you know I'll be in Reiki sessions with someone who lives in Europe and tap into the fact and this isn't me talking amazingly about myself it's just the fact that this work exists Yeah. yeah I can understand that or download that somebody in Europe had a traumatic experience when she was 14 years old and has been carrying it with her and we need to clear it by giving her this certain type of visualization and using Reiki to pull it out like how in the world like who am I to do that you know yeah it's not me it's that is source energy that the fact that I'm connected that's why I'm able to do that and it has nothing to do with me it's the fact that I've allowed them to work through me in the highest only in the highest only for the light and anybody can do that even if you're not doing it for other people you can do that for yourself for your friends, for your family, for your animals, for Mother Earth, like anybody can do that. Yeah, I love that. So I want to kind of transition into often of something that you just said. So about like, how how can this be my work? And so, you know, some people might look at Reiki and crystals as unconventional. Mm-hmm. So What were some, like, maybe some obstacles or some judgments that you received, like, when you were first starting out, and how did you kind of overcome those? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, I didn't, nobody, I mean, I didn't even tap into this till you know, my early time. I mean, in college, I was kind of into it, and people were like, oh, you know, that's Fran, like, da, da, da. But in high school, like, I have a lot of high school friends who are like, I'm sorry, you do what? You know, Mm -hmm. and I have friends make fun of me, um, you know, that where's the infinity stone like you know from the adventures and (laughs) um you know and they're like oh you talk to dead people and I'm like okay like that's actually not what I do but you know and so (laughs) like people I think I don't mean this word in a negative way but I actually just think it's like not being educated and not being open-minded and so for me I'm like yeah, and it's kind of what you said earlier. You're like, look what you're missing out over here. I'm like, Okay, that's fine. Like if you wanna stay it, it it does get hurtful and it does get discouraging. Um and you definitely do wanna have supportive people around you. Like like my dad, for example, like has no idea what the heck I do every day, but he's yeah. so supportive of it that it's enough. You know? And yeah. so you just want those people around you. Yeah. Um because having negative energy as we all know is just not gonna help you move forward and I just kind of say okay I send you off with love and light to live in your world but I'm gonna exist over here in mine and it's yeah. almost like it's what you said like almost feel bad I'm like I want you to be over here it's really fun yeah but if they don't want to come like you know you can't force someone so then you sort of just say okay yep yeah, send you off with love and light I'm gonna do this over here yeah I love that so what were some things that when you were first starting your business, um, you know, kind of going off on your own and because te- you teach one-on-one Reiki um, mm-hmm. and then also distant and all that stuff. So did you have to, you know, like we live in this space. So like I, you know, I go to Reiki, I do yoga and I do all that stuff. So I know what to search for, but have you like, what about some just like trying to put it out there where people aren't confused or like yeah. yeah totally so i explain reiki to people okay so let me okay first i'll start with like the business part um starting the business wait i'm sorry i don't even remember your first question you asked yeah, just me, like, like just starting you know getting started like what were there any like challenges you felt like in your messaging or just kind of like getting mm-hmm. it out there um, yeah oh totally and that is kind of what you said yeah telling people what the heck i what what it is yeah. Um, so yeah, that is a huge challenge. And also I found, I'm 26. I started doing all this when I was 24. I did find age to be really difficult, you know, people, um, and I'm sure you encounter this too. Like you're running a huge business and people are like, Oh, I'm sorry. You're how old? Um, and so that was a little bit difficult in the beginning. And I just, once they worked with me though, they were like, oh, okay, you could be a 100, you could be four, like, I don't care, let's keep doing this, you know? So that I always say, if you love what you do, and it's okay to say that you're good at it, if you own that you're good at your work, keep going. People that are meant to find you will find you, will work with you, will love you, and will reference you, and you will continue to grow. Um. So if you're worried that you're too young or too old, just put that out of your mind, because that is not an obstacle. Mm -hmm. Uh, or it should it is an obstacle but don't allow it to stop you um and then yes explaining what you do so i always say find a way to make it digestible to someone who has no idea what you're talking about so someone who's like what is energy like how could i describe Mm -hmm. that so for me for example with reiki i explain it in relation to thomas edison so he created electricity, right? Electricity did not, there was no electricity, but he didn't create some like formula to make electricity. He used things that already existed and changed the way that they moved and functioned and communicated, and then we got light, right? So mm-hmm. that is how Reiki works. So we changed the way that the energies already exist, the way that they move and the way that they communicate, and then you have i like to say lightness of being right so i always say find a way to explain it to someone that makes sense it's kind of like how i explain the spiritual team as a company right so explaining what you do in a in an earth tangible way in something that people already understand and then using a metaphor to relate it to your work yeah i think that's really great and so helpful because you know you and i and everyone that's listening like lives in the wellness space so to us we're like oh obviously like reiki and crystals and pulling cards and tarot and all of that stuff that you know that's in our on our world and even in our Mm -hmm. daily lives but you know it's it's like when there's other people out there or like your ideal clients like they don't know that they need you like I just started doing Reiki like six months ago and I've always been super intuitive and like super spiritual and have always like believed in energy and all of that stuff but I started you know going to Reiki and learning more about it and crystals and all of that stuff only six months ago right for the people that are listening that might be like you know a health coach and like even something like health coaching like mm-hmm. that is very new and we know a lot about it but, like obviously i'm a health coach or uh, obviously i'm a tarot card reader but like ideal clients don't know so making it as clear and simple as possible for them to like you know be like, 100 this is what you can help me in. like this is why i need reiki or this is why i need tarot um and I think too, like, sorry to interrupt you, but I no, think no, it fine. kind of goes, you know, cause I did your ideal client workbook and there were questions mm-hmm. there that I was like, hell yeah, this is a great question. Like it was like, you know, I think, um, like you say, what is the pain point? And yeah. it's not that you want to trigger somebody like saying, let's say we're talking about health coaching and someone is overweight and and it's affecting their it's not about body image it's affecting their physical health right so you're like Mm -hmm. okay your pain point is that you're scared that you're not going to be able to take care of your kids the way that you want to so -hmm. with health coaching you and then you say what health coaching does so you don't say but fix that with health coaching you say oh but with health coaching we can make sure that we are keeping you accountable so that you choose the right foods and that you're empowered to choose the right foods we make yeah. sure that you xyz right so that people are like oh you're not just trying to tell me what you do you're actually explaining the details of what you do and people are like it's, it's literally just getting the light bulb to go off it's like oh that makes sense obviously i need yeah. that yeah and I feel like that's, you know, for, for you as far as like spiritual team and your guides and tarot and reiki and all of the amazing services that you offer. It's like you want to tap into your, your intuitive align your mind, body and soul and we live in this blissful alignment because when you're more intuitive, you're living on that opportunity path rather than that life mm-hmm. path and you're more. Like what I like to say is your blinders are off, you know, like totally, you are in alignment. You're kind of looking around like, yes, I can do that. Or, you know, you're not you don't have as much monkey mind and you're kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, you are aware and able to make grounded decisions, even though there's a ton of decisions for you to make. Um, so it's like if someone is like, why do I need Reiki or why should I go to Tarot? um you know it's really to tap into that intuitive you know that intuitive part of yourself can you just explain briefly i probably should have asked this question in the beginning but um (laughs) the difference between reiki and tarot for you know some people yeah so well there's quite a few differences but i'll keep it brief so reiki um if you are like brand new to reiki you're like what the heck is it um reiki is it's it's traditionally used um it was created in japan so um it's a japanese healing technique and um you do not touch your client unless you're called and it's obviously okay with the client but usually you work in the auric field so it's about an inch or two off the body and you have to become a reiki practitioner um you have to become reiki attuned and so you become reiki attuned through a reiki master so that reiki master it's kind of like in yoga where, you know, you can follow your lineage back to who your teacher was based on who your mm-hmm. students were. That's how Reiki works. So you like a Reiki one, you go with Reiki one, two, three, and Reiki master. And then once you're a Reiki master, then you can attune other people to one, two, three, and master. And it continues moving down. So you have to be a Reiki master in order to attune other people. Um, and once you get your Reiki 1, you can practice Reiki on yourself or anything that's not another human. Um, you can practice it on another human, but you can't do it as a job. And then mm. because you only receive, I think, I can't remember the exact, it's like 20 or 25% of the Reiki in your Reiki 1. Um, but it's intense. It's kind of like the universe being like, we're just going to give you a little taste. And then when you like <laughs> get settled with this, then we'll give you the rest. Um, And then with Reiki 2, that is when you get the rest of your Reiki. And it's insane. Like, I literally felt like I was on, like, mushrooms, like, after I, like, got my Reiki 2. Like, I was just, everything was so intense. That's the only way I can describe it. It was awesome. Um, But yeah, once you get Reiki 2, then you can practice on other people. And then if you want to dive deeper... You go into Reiki three and Reiki master. Um, I recommend every single person on the planet get Reiki one. Like it is just. I'm like so. I'm gonna go get it. Yeah. Once we like, get people again. Right. Um, can, <laughs> so Reiki one, I would do a distance achievement, but I would not do that for Reiki two. I feel like Reiki two, you do need to be in person just because it's a lot more intense. But it's really great. So, anyways, okay. So that's kind of like how it works. How you can give Reiki. But anybody can receive Reiki and for every Reiki practitioner works differently. So for me, I do like a Reiki read. So when you go to a psychic, they're right. They're just looking at you and talking and they're just channeling messages. For me, I do, I don't go into the future, but I more go into the past and find blockages in the body and then use my channeling to share any messages with the client. And then while I'm doing that, I'll, use the reiki to clear out the blockage and then put new fresh energy in to replace that because you never want to leave the energy space empty you always want to fill it back up with something so i'll put reiki um in to raise the vibration um and then share any messages that come to from through from their spiritual team it's really amazing and healing and awesome and just like cool like i always feel like i'm picking up the phone to like their spiritual team and just giving them like messages that they need to hear um so that is reiki some practitioners work very differently though so i can only speak on myself um Mm -hmm. so for me reiki goes more back and then tarot goes more present and a little bit in the future i don't like to go too much in the future because i believe in free will and i believe that we need to learn our lessons as we go. So I um, read tarot more in the present moment and how to navigate what's happening now. How do you yeah. figure out what your intuitive feelings are? If you're confused, if you don't know what's happening, how to identify what is going on and then connecting with your spiritual team, how they want you to process those emotions or continue on in that situation. Sorry, yeah. that was a lot of information does that make sense though? no that makes sense and i think it's helpful for people to know the difference um i think reiki is definitely something that's not as prominent um like yeah. not as many people know what it is but i like i mentioned i've been going and doing reiki i found someone that i really love in new hampshire i'm sad i can't go to her right now um but it's just such an amazing tool to connect to source and like connect to your body and I always Mm -hmm. feel like so good and so like centered after I go to Reiki obviously Mm -hmm. um but just you know a lot more confident and grounded for sure so if you haven't done Reiki and you're not convinced after this episode you should still (laughs) go and try try it because it's really totally and and Reiki can be done Distance as well. So actually, oh, yeah. most of my clients are distance clients. I have mm-hmm. clients that just like to be in their home, that live in my city, and then I have clients that are literally ac- across the globe. That I don't e- now in all my emails and all my bookings, I make sure to write my time zone because I never know where anyone's coming from. Yeah. And we book, and I'm like, oh gosh, you're in Australia. Um, <laughs> but that is the thing where people are like, yeah, right, that does not work. And then they have a session, and they're like, holy cow you know, yeah. so I always say if you're hesitant, just give it a try. Um, and like, find the practitioner that works for you. Maybe someone is really called to me and someone is like, no way I'm going to her, but they're called to someone else. You're attracted to the vibration that you want to bring about and also that your spiritual team knows can handle whatever is going to come up for you. So like, I've set my boundaries that really dark energies like i'm just not there yet and so i don't work those clients don't even come to me because i just i say no and like to my you know what i mean like my team won't allow that but there are some people especially people with earth energies shamanic healers they can Mm -hmm. can and want to help people with those more heavy dark energy and um So I recommend if that is something that you're going through to go to a shamanic healer, because that is something, someone who can really just clear you out in the best way. Yeah, That's amazing. This has just been so grateful, like so helpful and amazing. I'm so glad that we got to have this conversation. Um, I think that I've asked all my questions. So is there anything else that you want to add about like, I guess it would just be helpful. I mean, we pretty much went through this is just like, you know, getting started and if you want to be new, but what about for people who want to up level their intuition and their spiritual practice? Is there any tips that you have for someone? Yeah. Um, this is going to be the worst tip ever, but just do something. So your something doesn't have to make sense to anybody else except you. Um, if you, know or if you feel and like do something that you feel good we've all had those moments where like you're standing in the trees or you're standing at the ocean and you're just like holy shit this is it i get everything like i yeah. understand so those moments just do more of that um or even like imagine yourself in that place like imagination that is a whole other topic that i could get into but i encourage people to Explore their imagination when we were kids. We used to go to fairylands and dance with trolls and you know do these things Yeah, and those are places that not only do spiritual connections get made there um, but you're opening doors in your subconscious mind for more channeling opportunities more opening space for your spiritual team to come through even if it's in dreams even if it's in you know um, imagination or creation when you're at work like go do things that make you feel good and expansive and connected and it doesn't have to be anything crazy it just has to be something that makes sense to you so i know that that's like super broad and i hate when people give me answers like that but there is no concrete way to do it because this is your path this is your journey this is your life and if it feels good to you you are living in alignment there is no right or wrong way yeah and i think that goes perfectly with everything that you said this whole time is like it's for what feels good for you and what feels right and what is aligned to you it really shouldn't matter or doesn't matter about anyone else so releasing the ego and tapping into what feels good for you um totally yeah okay awesome well you want to Tell everyone where we can find you and actually start with what services you offer because there's so many. So <laughs> Yeah. Cool. Um yeah, okay. So I'll just I guess I'll list them because that's the easiest way. So one on ones. Um I take clients to well, I hate that word. No. I work with people to um I hate like thinking about it as like businessy, because that's not what we're doing here. We are like up upleveling up leveling like universal vibration so we work together universal vibration i need to write that shit down (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah we work together through reiki either in person or distance um and distance sessions if you have questions about like how that works let me know um but there is information about that on my website which i'll touch on in a second um so reiki one-on-ones Caro leading one-on-ones One, is also in person or virtually via facetime or zoom um and then i also offer in person and virtual yoga classes um and then all of these things can be done at events as well so if you have a bachelorette party if you or a bachelor party if that's your jam if you um, a lot of people like to do it before their wedding um you know like corporate events company bonding like literally anything you can think of retreats like I'm there for you to do, to offer any of the services. Um, and then additionally, I do offer, um, coaching. So coaching and classes. So that is all on my website. There's classes about how to connect with your intuitive space and your spiritual team. Um, how to balance your chakras, how to understand crystals, all kinds of stuff. And then coaching in terms of how to live in blissful alignment. And that kind of combines everything together. And I work one on one with you to live your dream life. And then finally, there is the Bliss Society. And that is um, a bunch of like-minded people who come together. It is, for lack of a better term, a monthly membership. Um, but that is a group of uh, like-minded, like I said, like-minded people who come together and you receive from me a yoga class, a Reiki healing and guided meditation, a tarot card pull, journal prompts, daily mantras, and then a bunch of extra goodies. So, like, for example, in May, you're getting um, a healthy veggie quinoa recipe as well as, um, like, my favorite tips to easily boost your immune system. Um, Last month in April, they got a guide to Crystal Grid their home. So just tons of stuff. It's pretty much everything I love about spiritual benefits for you. Um, And when you join, you get to connect with a bunch of other people who love spiritual metaphysics and are on their journey. Some are at the beginning of their journey, some are well into it. And we're all just like chatting, which we have our private Facebook group to chat about all this stuff. So it's just a really awesome community and it's a accessible and affordable way to receive all the offerings because sessions are a bit bigger investment and this is only $33 a month. So you get everything for a fraction of the cost. Yeah, for sure, and it's just awesome to like connect with other people because sometimes that can be definitely the hardest thing I think. And then receiving great guidance and support from you. So, where can we find you if someone wants to follow you or check you out? Oh yeah, so my Instagram is Four Noble Healing, so it's F O U R dot N O B L E dot Healing, and then I'm just the same everywhere. So dot Four Noble Com and all of my and I also have a YouTube channel that is just like that's also for Noble Healing and that I just post like pretty much any excess information that is floating around in my brain that I want to give you. I'll just throw a YouTube video up for you so that you can kind of explore on your own um, and just keep expanding. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Francis. I'm so excited about this episode and I will talk to you soon. Thank you for having me. I'm sorry if I rambled. Clearly, I'm very passionate about this work. I just love it so much. I can never stop talking about it. So thank you for having me and thank you, everyone, for listening. Yeah, of course. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Bye.